0: and laurie Martin, jackie case and laurie Martin. it's the jackie and laurie show the jackie and laurie show it's
1: the jackie and laurie show the jackie and laurie show
0: got it got it we're being recorded
1: <laughs> we're both on the road Yep, no Kyle, he's got to have some sort of
0: family event because it's December. Well, we never schedule these podcasts. We Like, for five years, we've been remembering on Friday that we have to do one (laughs) by Monday. It's always... Oh my God, uh, that is so true.
1: It's a bad Uh, way to do it. It's funny because it's true. I'm (laughs) in Raleigh, North Carolina with Maria Bamford. Uh, Cool. You're in Fort Collins, right? Yeah, I am. Mm Mm-hmm you look like you're in a hotel.
0: Yes. You look kind of like you're in a hotel. Are you? (laughs) No, I'm in a condo. Here's the thing with condos is, um, as a female comic, I never feel safe and I don't care how safe a male comic feels. I don't feel safe. So anytime I'm in a condo, I have to spend a half hour every night, booby trapping, uh, putting (sighs) chairs up, Making making little noise makers that will alert me when someone breaks into the condo. That's that's just how I've been since I've started on the road. And so even if it's a nice condo, it still stresses me out because it doesn't feel as safe because I know the neighbors know there's a new person in here every week. And, you know, it it, it never feels as safe as a hotel. And that's just, it's it's condos across the board. I don't care how deluxe they are.
1: Right. Well, let me tell you about, and this will just infuriate you because it's the Comedy Works condo. Um, The Comedy Works has a condo. It is a doorman building. Nice. I feel entirely safe when I am at it is the only condo I'll I'll do just because Hmm. I do feel safe. And I believe they have professionals cleaning it, making sure that there's toilet paper and towels and the sheets are changed and and all the surfaces are wiped down and the cupboards are empty. And, you know, the only thing in the condo. To eat and drink, because you remember the guy who ruined all leaving food for everybody. Yes, John Fox.
0: John Fox. Wait, was it John Fox? Or I think it was. Yeah, it was John. I was thinking it was John or Denny Johnston, but it wasn't Denny. It was John Fox. I'm sure Denny Johnston added to it. Uh, Maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe newer comics. You you started later. You don't have these uh, war stories in your head, but. uh, (laughs) do the so there bananas. were male comics yeah. who would jerk off into the condiments that were in the refrigerator and then uh, for their fellow male comics to spread as a joke, right? Right, and, the uh, hilarity. So to me, that's infected my entire brain when it comes to anything in a condo. I'm like, mm-hmm. who's jerked off on this? Like, I'm sure this happens in hotels too, but yeah. at least... At you don't have to look to at the calendar
1: <laughs> yeah and you don't look at the calendar and yes, oh yes
0: I'm oh big j Okerson
1: jerked off in this in this bed last week and i'm like i don't need to know
0: that exactly oh my god but but yeah uh, i i guess like uh you know whatever it's way cheaper than uh, a hotel sometimes and uh i don't know i'm not i'm not complaining i'm just telling you what me as a female comic does when i'm in a condo and and how uh how it, it might sort affect, of changes my behavior yeah and how it might affect yeah. the shows so it doesn't affect yeah. my show believe me <laughs> believe me i'm giving it my all and i'm having fun their, their club's great the and club the club the shows are really fun. We had two last night. We had a seven and a nine thirty, and the seven was almost sold out. The nine thirty was pretty full. Um, so it's like the town supports the comedy, and uh, you know, I ran out of books after the first show, so uh, I didn't bring enough. I have I have some more here, and I think I'll be able to sell them. This is a good merch club. Oh, good, um, awesome, yeah. Uh, so it, the, the every little store on the street with the club on it sells little tchotchkes for white women. <laughs> it's all like li- like a hen, you know, like why, why would I have a hen in my house? Like a ceramic hen, it's all that shit. So these people love to buy shit. So if you're coming to this club, um, bring your merch for sure.
1: okay i uh yeah i'm selling merch because maria isn't and because of that i'm selling a lot of merch and because all of her audience wants to buy stuff and she doesn't have any stuff so uh last night second show i didn't even get to do i forgot to bring the merch up and i said yeah i didn't even do a couple of these jokes still gonna be selling it right over there
0: help yourself so it it makes no sense that these people don't know why they're buying no and it's not like they can listen to them on spotify Uh, oh my god they're shut out they don't get the joke they're buying well what what do you need to know to buy a ceramic hen? not really anything you can just Um, enjoy it until you're children have to throw it away after you die
1: <laughs> right what if it were only a, a a hen tea cozy i do i i do like a teapot <laughs> cozy shaped as a as a chicken i do i don't yeah. mind, i don't mind
0: that but then i think i was born an old lady so whatever what one, one of my ex-boyfriends his sister-in-law was really into cows and just had cow everything and i'm i'm like I could see like go like deciding early on in life. I'm all in on cows, and then everyone knows what to get you for Christmas, your birthday. Every it's so covered, and you will always be happy. I, I wish that, I was that I, kind of person. Well, I think that what happens is is you thoughts. If somebody finds
1: something cute or they like it, and they're like, oh, they like frogs oh, they like elephants, they like unicorns. And then you have every flat surface in your house is some banana head yeah. giving you a, uh, a a frog or a unicorn. Well, uh, you've done it to yourself though. But you've, yeah, to some extent you've done it to yourself because you bought more than one. And then people <laughs> saw it and they're like, oh my gosh, she really likes whatever. Uh, Maria used to try to buy me romance novels. She'd go to a Walgreens and she's like, this one looks- Walgreens- funny. <laughs> Cause, well, because uh, romance novels, there's always a romance novel, but I like a very specific, you can't buy other people's porn. And yeah. uh, so I like a very specific kind of romance novel, and they are not always, and just because it's, you know, a guy without a shirt on, it's a woman with half a dress on, that doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be the story of a duke falling in love with the secretary in the 1800s. It, we don't know. We don't know that that's going to be the what's going to happen.
0: And, Did dukes have secretaries in the 1800s? No. The, okay. When, when well, it's so it, it's time travel. Historical
1: traveling. romance. The history is not uh, gotcha. always. But I will. I, the, I keep hearing more and more stories. You know how like history is always is whitewashed, right? Yes. And and also male Uh people uh you know they go back in their in their family trees and they find out like their great great grandmother was a doctor in the late 1800s and you're like how did she become a doctor? And they're like, "Well, she insisted on going to university." How come we've never heard of her? Well, because she they didn't want to tell anybody that this was an option. So, you know, she got buried in the annals of history. And then finally the stories come up, you know,
0: are, but did I, your,
1: are your great, great grandparents, doctors, not that not, you didn't not realize. Me. I just keep he- hearing stories of other people who have oh, done okay. stories of they've, they've looked into like ancestry.com and they find out like yeah. their oh, old know. lady yeah. ancestors were actually badasses and really smart and had these amazing
0: lives. My great grandmother was a was like one of the first female principals of some kind of in a I think a Chicago public school. Oh yeah. Um, but she was also the woman that um, that would she bought a, a a picture holder, you know, like a frame, but it was yeah. reversible, so you could put one picture on the front and one on the back. And she would only face my mom's brother's picture forward. And my mom always faced the wall. And she would tell my mom, oh, it's Tommy's week. <laughs> like I, like she would pretend that she flipped it every week, but she actually, we think, didn't like girls, which yeah. explains my mom uh, a lot to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll explain uh, sort of...
0: Yeah. She was, a, I, I think, a self-hating lady um i only oh, you know what t- yep hold on i amy miller is taking my son to a uh party and um i have to text her the address just <laughs> a sec. well let me talk amongst myself
1: uh yes. i uh yeah, I have this to say about Raleigh, North Carolina, and Goodnights is that Good Nights is a historical landmark building that they uh, somehow have gotten the rights to knock down. Uh, the, yeah, no, gonna, I know it. I know it. It's, 100- it's such a great room. It's a beautiful room. They're gonna tear it down and build condos. Um, and so, wait, so the Raleigh- club
0: is moving.
1: Yeah. So the club is moving and they have a new space and um, it's going to be in some mall or something, but it's going to be, you know, they're going to set it up like a helium. So they will recreate a great, you know, I mean, the helium model is a good looking club because it's based on Acme's model.
0: I wouldn't know, but go ahead. You've been to Acme, right? I have been. Yes. And I will be next week. That's right.
1: By the way. And uh, but, but when Mark Grossman, Started making heliums. He paid Lewis Lee to come and tell him how to build a comedy club. Oh wow! And that's why all the heliums are laid out correctly.
0: Maybe he could ask Lewis how to book a comedy club. Okay.
1: He did initially, and hence I got to do Philadelphia one time fifteen years ago. Right. And never again. <laughs> and uh, but right, I I have I. You know, I uh, I do sometimes because of uh, my agent, I um, he's in with those guys. And so when they have fallouts, yeah. Yeah. I will sometimes get last minute replacement weeks. Um, but
0: And that's great. But here's the thing with fallouts is you don't have enough time to promote. Like you need a lot of time to promote a gig. The club needs a lot of time to promote. And then you get a fallout week and it's like, oh, well, she didn't have many people here. Yeah, no one knew. No one knew I was here. So yeah, it wasn't, e- I wasn't able to look, fill the room. Like look, someone we, we, we two brought months her worth of advertising. We brought her, we, we yes. gave her a shot. Yes. <laughs>
1: we booked her day up, and she didn't fill the room. She couldn't, for some reason uh, it didn't work out, but um, yeah. So, uh, but the staff is so nice at this club, you yeah. know, and the managers are really nice and the staff seems happy. It's my favorite thing. Is when you show up at a comedy club and the staff seems happy, and yeah, um, yes. and so, um, and everyone here is wearing masks, which I love. That's good. Um, and the uh, it's pretty masks here. Yeah, the mayor.
0: I was, I, I'm. Super, I guess Raleigh's a. It's a research. It, it literally is like a research and development university town. So they're probably all. <laughs> they're, you're probably entertaining just virologists in the audience. That's cool.
1: <laughs> there, and it's Maria's audience, right? so yeah, they're right, they're right, amazing right. they're already smart and in touch with their their feels they're uh, yes. they're they're great so um yeah so the shows the shows are good second show last night everybody was very quiet you saw on the thread they were a quiet bunch yeah they had a really good you, time you guys
0: had texted the female comics thread too for emotional support. Every <laughs> once in a while, you have a show where you have to talk to other comics or you're going to jump off a bridge. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Because you're like, I swear I destroyed with this very same material one show ago. And yet <laughs> one the, show earlier. Yeah. yeah. And now they're staring at me and they're, I think they were just tired. And and afterwards,
0: yeah. they were all very, very excited. Like first show, she really? got a standing
1: ovation. Yeah.
0: Wow. And then so they... Lackluster response on the second show, but at the end of the show, they were happy. They were happy as they filed out and bought merch from
1: me. Uh, but first show, they were it was a great crowd. They laughed, they laughed, 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 and then they got gave Maria a standing ovation. Nice, and then, um, and then they filed by me and bought all my merch, and oh then my God. they left, and uh, so uh good good things are happening and then um yeah and so then this week i'm going i don't i don't i'm sure it'll be fun once i get there but i get home on sunday i leave on tuesday and come back on thursday i'm doing one show in florida wow with brian Brian regan (laughs) so i am flying to essentially fort lauderdale on yeah on Tuesday, Wednesday night, I, I opened for Brian Regan for as a benefit for his old high school. And that's then, a lot
0: of travel for one show. But yeah. I'm assuming you're being compensated in a by fairly. Brian Regan. I am being I
1: right. I'm being fairly compensated by Brian Regan, who fairly compensates his openers. And, and his um, idea of fairly compensate is very
0: high. That's nice.
1: Right, it is, and well, it ought to be. I mean, that's why
0: the Spotify thing is so important, you know, because right. um, it the is Spotify. Let's explain it. The um, so and Jessica Miss Michelle Singleton, oh, that's nice, yeah, that's good money, and that's um, per show. Oh, and how many shows? Just one, but sometimes there's two. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so, uh, she had a good thread too, which is something I hadn't really thought of. Well, Spoken Giants is a group that it's part of the guys that run 800 pound gorilla who did our albums and also a record executive lawyer or record former record executive, which of course should make everyone's hairs down on it, but, but they, but they're, so, uh, songs are paid out in two ways. The people who perform the song get a royalty and the songwriter gets a royalty. So like in, I will always love you, the Whitney Houston version, Whitney's estate gets the Whitney money. And then Dolly Parton gets a shitload of money for writing the song. And it's, and Dolly Parton is like a billionaire because of a lot of songwriting rights. Right. So with standup, they just pay us the performance thing. And there's no there's, we don't get paid for the written part, for the songwriting, for the comedy writing, and that's never existed before. And so Spoken Giants is saying that money, that half of that money is available, but it's being kept by Spotify and whoever is streaming the thing, and it should should belong to comedians. So what we're gonna do is we're going to find a way to get it, and that's, we're gonna hire lawyers and claw through documents. And if you sign up with us, you know, x percent of that songwriting money, the comedy writing money goes to Spoken Giants for a certain amount of time. I signed up because I was like, no one else is, it's, you know, as far as I know, it's free money for me because no one else is looking for it. And I'm not going to spend time trying to find it, you know? So there's no
1: reason not to sign up for it. It's, I mean, there, there were people who were mad about it. They're like, well, why does Spoken Giants have to take? Well, because, because they're the ones doing the legwork. Yeah. and mm-hmm. and it and it and it may not be forever and the thing is is it's this not, money yeah. mu- for music this has existed the entire time and so it they pay song they pay for songs so much more than they pay for comedy and we're just yeah. we would just like the we would just like our fair the same people a little are money. listening as much yeah
0: right yeah and um uh you know i can see the 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 comics who didn't sign up with Spoken Giants are paying the penalty of having their music taken down from Spotify and going, well, what the fuck? That's not fair. You know? Wait, um, wait. The, the thing is is they didn't. Runtowski's is still up there and well, uh, Mary Max is comic. still up there. No, no, they
1: haven't done Some. every comic, but but not, but not, they, they've taken down, I believe, everybody who signed the thing to Spoken no, Giants. No, not you and me. I think I'm we're down. still on there.
0: No, they took mine down.
1: Mine's oh, gone. I, last
0: I checked, but we'll see. Uh, but I think they've also taken comics who aren't on Spoken Giants as well. Okay, they just sort of did sort
1: of a, a, the, yeah, a I, random I, kind of pick. I don't know that, but uh, okay, I did I
0: did not know that. Anyway, uh, so, so that's what the the thing is. Now, uh, uh, Spotify, I, I barely get any, you know, none of my almost s- such a low percentage of my whatever that my sound exchange money it's is four from cents streaming services. Spin. It's a four cents a spin.
1: What a joke. So if you, know? you listen to it 33,000 times, yes. And I have five albums, so I might make 60 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month on from Spotify, 33. I mean, I once looked at it to figure out what the breakdown was, but Pandora pays better. Sirius XM pays much better. Um, Amazon Music pays better.
0: Whatever. I- I don't understand why Spotify, they have commercials. So just like Sirius, I mean, it's, it's something that people are paying for, but why do they get it cheaper? Why has Sirius agreed to pay so much more than mm-hmm. Spotify has? Why, like, why wouldn't Sirius go, well, we'll just pay four cents instead of $25? I don't know? know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. What? And see, Are you sure it's four cents? I thought it was like fractions of a penny per track uh possibly i thought it was four cents but I, I easily could be
1: wrong but i thought it was four cents per, per like, spin. Bit that they play yeah per bit that they play per track and i know that i see because i because remember when when uh sirius xm changed their policy of how long a track had to be stand-up wise because uh, uh, labels were gaming. The system was serious because they were paying 15 bucks, 15 bucks for the for the pr- publisher, 15 bucks for the comic. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So people were cutting their albums up into less than one minute chunks.
0: So yes. that there were 32 tracks per album. And so Can they you would- pause for just just one second. While I negotiate a play date for my 15 year old son.
1: (laughs) Well, no, I'll just, I'll finish saying what I'm saying, but talk to Amy Miller. And, uh, but the, uh, the, the thing is, is that is with Sirius XM, they are, they, they have a new policy where everything has to be over three minutes. They're not going to play yeah. any bits that aren't under three minutes because mm-hmm. of people gaming the system and cutting their albums oh, just, up into, yeah, right, right. into 61 minute chunks so that they could make a, a, a more money. And I don't know why that worked too. I mean, there's, there's so many different moving parts to to the industry that we're in. And if yes. you self publish like Spotify took down circus people and circus people is an album that I, put out through CD Baby in 2000. That, that is essentially uh, my first album. I had an album before that, but I burned it myself on my CD. Good luck finding cake is not my downfall. Uh, someone actually sent me a picture. They found it in Nebraska at a used bin. They bought it. It was gone. Uh, it was uh, the uh, CD had disintegrated, so the files were gone.
0: And, Jackie, um, guess you, you you can bring back fifty minutes of material that people have never heard. I
1: actually, uh, the cake is not my downfall. Is actually, I re-recorded a bunch of that stuff on my second album, the Bread album. So, um, so a lot of that stuff, but some of it isn't. Like, if you could find Circus People, there's a couple of weirdo jokes on that that aren't that aren't on any other album. So and there's also the misprint of bread that I'm giving away as coasters uh, because I printed a thousand without the title track. And instead (laughs) of the title track, it was a different joke that is on nothing else either. But that is also a crazy ass collector's item that you could use as a coaster because my sister found hundreds of them in her garage.
0: Anyway, you're, you're doing the old Mitch Hedberg here. You throw this away but uh, yeah, yeah. Very much so. (laughs) Very much so. Yeah. uh, So I, so I don't know, like, um, what are, I mean, if it's four cents a spin, then, then I, you know what, we'll see. Uh, I'm just hoping for a a big payout when I get my next sound exchange. Um, you know, but, uh, um, you know,
1: you got, you got November and it wasn't, was there any noticeable difference from?
0: No, Because, uh, your album came out in late october right october 26th yeah so i don't think it i don't know when it included so this month or january should reflect something okay Uh, yeah Uh, (laughs) like before you know i just never put out albums because i was like you have to be asked and i I don't know i just was uh, again i followed these rules that were so uh, a yeah, long that, time ago that I that I made up in my head also, and it was like, well, I must be people not said them. They haven't asked me.
1: People people set them. You know, I mean, we we've all fallen for stuff like that. I never asked to do another half hour special because they asked me the first time, and I thought you had to be asked to do it again when yes, other people right. just submitted right, and then they got to do half hour specials. But I heard, and this was a month and a half ago. Someone asked Jay Leno at Flappers why he didn't have any albums. And he said out loud, well, I don't want to burn the material. Oh, my God. Which is something we were taught, right?
0: It, it is, but. It is no longer true. Right? Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I, get, I understand that. It's funny that he said that, too. Right. It's, it's uh, the same. It's
1: the same. He is incorrect. But it's the same thing that we were all raised with, right? That's what he was taught, and that's what
0: he's—it's still in his head. That and, is and, true. That is true. Yeah, I guess it. And it's and the I right, notion that you would I just never at get him. sick of your material,
1: right? And I and I literally, I just looked at him. I was like, I don't know how to. I mean, there's no way to explain to Jay Leno that comedy has changed. You know, I mean, I I don't know that he I I don't know him well enough to think that he would hear me.
0: Or anything. Well, I mean, so. he, I think his, his, like his best stuff was on Letterman and, and you can see it on YouTube, right? You can, like he's, he's a different case because he stopped being a, like a traditional road comic and, you know, started being the host of the tonight show. But, uh, but, but nobody yeah, I did more standup than he did every Sunday at comedy and magic and corporates at least
1: 300 a year. Two or three hundred a year, someone was telling me. So he was constantly doing stand up and writing material. But um, he had that staff and he I mean, he turned into a different comic, obviously, because of the Tonight Show. Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. Because his stuff in the 80s was actually really good. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And Uh, yeah, when he and Letterman were just like competing in a way that they really made each other better, you know. Hmm. In, uh, and then, and then, then things went. Things I never went saw south. that, but, uh, but that's cool. Was, cause well, I, I know mean, that well, he, he was, was on kid. Letterman a lot, right? That's what I mean. Yeah. That he and Letterman were, were comics together in LA and then Letterman got the late or uh, late night and, uh, or started late night, sorry. And uh, so he and Lena were, it was still sort of a, a competition whenever, okay. you know, in a way, in a way. But um, yeah, I've been doing material that I did on the Late Late Show and uh, just going, do people know this joke? And, and you know, just like, ooh, but uh, people seem to be, if they know it, they're still laughing at it. So that's, that's great. I, I did Thursday <laughs> night, I, I
1: did, uh, I was doing some stuff and some people over on the side had clearly watched Staycation uh, because there was a lot, there was smiling and nodding. And I was like, uh, ah, a little more in the dark, oh. a little more further in the dark. <laughs> Just sit in the they, back, please. Because they laughed, but they were also like, Oh, that's this one. And I was like, son of a bitch. oh yeah. And uh so I, but I oh, have, wow. you know, Marie and I have been doing a little writing, so that's cool. And a uh, little that's little, great, little joke machines. So um she's got uh, she's got a new bit that's cracking me up that she's sort of weaved into her closer, her new closer, and um and uh, and she was helping me with um, I think it's oh, you know, I didn't get to do a second show because second show, I was like, first of all, first show went really well. I also it's ideal first show if you're opening right like I am doing for Maria Bamford uh, to keep it tight. And uh, I went over probably five minutes last night, which is which is a lot in a twenty five minute set. And I mean, it wasn't thirty five but I probably did. I, I, I did 30 and that's not yeah. her ideal that she likes me to do 25. And so second show, I was, I was looking at my set list, trying to, you know, tighten it up and make sure that I did my time. And, you know, you know, like Rocky Balboa offered to Apollo Creed in the first Rocky movie. Anyway, I just <laughs> want to be a good
0: spar. So, uh, sure. You know what? You know what I like about okay. So what? There's two things about this club at the at the comedy fort is they have a countdown clock, right? Yeah. So it's interesting because it reminds me, like with swimming, you know, uh, I was my event was 200 breaststroke, and it basically broken into four fifties, right? And you you take your splits, and so I'm always like, I, I've been checking my splits on bits. Just see, like, oh, is that that was still taken? Like, from zero to this bit, from the start, from the end of this one, that's eleven minutes. That was eleven minutes on the first show. Yeah, and then that was eleven because you could see it from. It's in the back of the room. it's it's like it's telling you when you get to forty-five, jump off, right? Yeah. So it's sort of interesting to go to just check and see how long it's (laughs) and if it's consistently taken this amount of time. I I do enjoy that. And I wish more clubs had that. And then they also do this thing where uh, the audience, he explained it to me, but I forget it, but they have a QR code. So there's no dress, there's no check drop. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they just log in and they, uh, they start a tab when they enter the club. And then if they want a new drink, they just click on their phones very quickly. And uh, a new drink is brought to them and they, it goes through the whole show. So there's no check drop whatsoever. Mm-hmm. which is uh nice. And there's no
1: whisper whisper by the staff. Right. Would you like something else? Was there right. anything
0: you would like? I'm just last, last call. Last call. <laughs> last call. Do you know how many times I've had bits interrupted by the the ju- <laughs> the helicopter whisper of last call to the point where I'm just like, "Hey fuckers, it's last call." Okay, so- <laughs> no one has to announce it anymore okay we're all, <laughs> all right. announce it. yeah know in your hearts
1: <laughs> so that's nice it. yeah that like is that. nice I like that hey um let's take a break well Manolo
0: we have a show to promote it's called After Game Show it's a family-friendly podcast where listeners submit games and we play them with callers from around the world
1: no, oh, sounds good. New episodes uh, happen every other Wednesday on MaximumFun.org.
0: org. It's a it's a fast and loose oasis of absurd innocence and naivete. And are you writing a poem? No, and just saying things from my memory. And uh, it's a nice break from reality. <laughs> Is that are we allowed to say that? I don't know.
1: It sounds bad.
0: It comes with a one hundred percent happiness guarantee. It does not. <laughs> Come for the games and stay for the chaos. You guys, this is Lori, and I have great news for you. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. They make cooking so easy, even I can do it. And I can't do anything, literally. Uh, you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals Fresh produce, premium proteins, organic ingredients you can trust. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. They offer 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every single week. They feature premium, clean ingredients that are seasonably sourced through peak freshness. And for peak freshness. And they
1: and the ingredients and the recipes are interesting. I love the Korean. Like sometimes there'll be Korean stuff, sometimes there'll be fish, and then other times there'll be a burger. And you're like, oh yeah, I would like a burger. (laughs) And you're, but I never make burgers unless someone has purchased ground beef for me. And they send you everything, and it's all the packaging is real lightly handled. It's kind of nice. Yes. And then um, and and the directions are genuinely idiot proof. I can look at the pictures. Yeah.
0: I mean, I only make cereal for myself. So the fact that they send me any anything that's more exotic than me pouring cereal is a miracle that I can put it together. And uh, as I've always said, it really kicked off like um, family dinner with my family, with my son and my son's father, which is really good for my son. So uh, I will always be grateful to Green Chef for, for helping me do that. And which guys, makes- what are you? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, which makes me want to say go to
1: greenchef.com slash Jackie Lori 10 and use code Jackie Lori10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Jackie Lori 10 and code Jackie Lori10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping.
0: Amazing. So also let's do comic of the week. Yes, Comic of the Week is Abby Govindan, uh, yeah. G-O-V-I-N-D-A-N, and her Twitter is Abby Gov, as in Governor, A-B-B-Y-G-O-V. Right, uh, and you sent me a clip, and she was oh my hilarious. God. Yes, yeah. yes. So where's uh, she at? It, I don't know. Maybe might be New York, 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 I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I follow her on Twitter, and she's really funny, and then I'm like, wait, we've never done her, and uh, she's opening for uh she's like doing opening for a couple of big comics on tour so um she's okay. out there killing it and she has this really funny bit on twitter about emailing the kkk which i mean on youtube which uh you should find and watch it's yeah it's really it's, good
1: it's really good so abby uh Govenant? is that what it is Ab- a- yeah Govenin. Uh, yes i think but <laughs> it's her, abby uh, gov on twitter see Gob. yes yeah yes you can't go and, wrong and it'll be in the link so that's the good news mm-hmm. um yeah so this week here's the thing so i got a call speaking of last minute replacements uh to they had a cancellation at comedy works south and they're like hey can you go to comedy works wednesday through saturday of this week this next this week and i was like i could fly from florida to denver and do the thursday through saturday or the more sane thing to do would be to find another comic who can do Wednesday through Saturday. And then don't forget to book me. And uh, (laughs) and so, so I was like, no, of course I'll do it. And uh, and I was talking to Andy and I was like, and if I get this gig, you will get that $100 uh, eBay Hot Wheel that you really want. And he was like, wait, there's a, cause he gave me his Christmas list. And one of the Hot Wheels is so rare
0: that I had to look for it on eBay and it's $78. Jackie, and- that's just what we were talking about. He probably doesn't even like Hot Wheels, but he's like, this gives my wife something to work for oh no he's given
1: me a list of very specific and by the way scott rogers uh i because i because i'm always because i today this very morning i went to the raleigh north carolina walmart and target to see if they had uh the hot the character hot wheels that he wanted and his buddy scott rogers i was like hey i'm in this places aren't you looking for a specific batman or star wars action figure and he was like here are the pictures of them. And uh, and so I've been looking for those
0: too because as long as I'm in some, you know. Jackie, you you have a a, a free road day and you go inside a, a Walmart. <laughs> that is horrific. You know what uh, I did? I went into two coffee houses. I went yeah. into one coffee house. I stayed as long as I could ethically taking up a seat. <laughs> and then I packed my things and went to another coffee house. There I you go. Another I was like, let me just you know get a latte from this place and take up space here,
1: right? And uh, and I worked on second bits. latte. Yeah, that's good though.
0: Well, I kind of wanted to switch it up, you know. I wanted to get out and walk around, and I did buy some earrings at one of these little stores. I had to. It, it's uh, it's mandated when you enter Fort Collins, you need to buy something from one of these some little sort of lady-owned stores. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. It's uh oh, and the an update is um, Alameda Comedy Club guy uh, is going to pay my bill. I don't know if I updated you last week or not. I think he did. But I think like two weeks ago, I was I was like, I haven't heard back from him and I don't know what's going to happen. And then I heard back from him and it looks like it's all going to work out. So I just didn't want I didn't want anyone to think that he wasn't a good guy uh, after volunteering to pay for the hospital thing. So, well, I am glad I'm so yeah, glad. That's great. For, who doesn't love some closure who and doesn't um, love good guys with closure? Exactly. And and I went to a coffee shop. So there's a thing called the global Global Village, Fair Trade, whatever, organic coffee shop. That's about, yeah. I don't know, four blocks from here, four or five blocks from here. And mm-hmm. that's where Marie and I hung out and had coffees and and um, and um did some writing. Did your thing? Yep. Yeah. And that was yesterday. And that was super fun. And then tomorrow, unfortunately, the flight is again super early. I don't remember why. I never remember no. why. I think it was Jackie. because I've already, we were, you know, I I did Lowell. I don't think I talked, did I talk to you yet? But since I did Lowell, The grow? No. Super fun. I don't think, wait, yeah, I think... I don't know. I think I I think it must have been the day up that I was I was doing the club that because when we recorded and then we went into the woods. We went into the woods in Hot spring. Oh yeah, you were offline for two days. Yeah, yeah, through two or three days where uh, AT&T doesn't get any reception and um, um, Andy's uh, dad's wife uh, does not have Wi-Fi, but um, so. There was no like I literally I would drive we would drive into Mount Ida or Hot Springs and there would be a cascade of emails and horrible news and, you know, all these things Then we'd go back into the woods and um, and they uh, Andy went ATV riding (laughs) with his his stepbrother oh that's fine yeah and there was a lot of day drinking that i did not take part
0: in i mean i guess it's good that you didn't (laughs) right everyone would be sorry uh so (laughs) um yeah that's cool uh i i um i just like i didn't get covid in austin i took a Oh, that's I, right. How was Austin? I'm going to just be taking PCR tests after every gig. <laughs> no. Are those, those um, dis- the disposable ones? Or-
1: you know, no, no, ones Well, I have counter? those at home
0: too, okay. uh, but, um, but also uh, at Burbank Airport, as soon as you leave the airport, right across the street from the airport, there's a place where you can get a PCR test, which is like the official one. It takes about 24 hours for it to come back to you. But it will, you know, say not detected or detect or whatever, uh, which technically you don't have to take unless you have symptoms, you feel symptoms. But why not? I'm coming home. Why not just swing by, get something shoved up my nose and then uh, at least know that I'm safe to travel the next time or I'm not bringing anything back to my kid, you know?
1: I I Um, took one for uh, Never Not Funny. And it turns out, um, unless it was, you know, a false negative, I don't, I didn't have it.
0: It, they say that there are more false positives with the home test, but with the PCR test, it's pretty accurate. Um so, uh, so Austin was really fun. It's not like a great merch merch town, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's a really fun gig and the, the room at the Creek and cave, it's a great room and, uh, it has a cool vibe and there's like, there's like a patio area where they're all doing other shows. So it feels, you know, it, it feels like uh, comics live there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I had, I had a really good time. And, uh, and then, uh, and I, then I took the PCR. I'm good. I was like, that was the only state I was really worried about because, they don't Texas. have any kind of vaccine mandate. It's illegal to have a vaccine mandate there. So, like here at this club, you have to show a vaccine card. I think at the rest of the clubs I have coming through for the rest of the year, there are mandates to get into the into the club. So, you know, I mean, I'm boosted, and you know, I feel like I'm I've done as much as I can in in terms. Oh, of for the, sure, yeah. But it, in Arkansas, no one was
1: wearing masks, and right. I. By like the third day, I forgot to wear a mask. Cause I too. Oh, when you were just out and, out and about. Yeah. 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 Turns out I am right. I too am a sheeple where I'm just like, <laughs> oh, nobody else is wearing a mask. I guess I'm not gonna wear a mask. And you're like, what are you doing? And I'm boosted and vaxxed and all the things. And um, and I'm not standing next to each other, a lot of people real close. And every time it's so funny though, uh, I did skip a couple of uh uh, elevator rides in in Lowell and sure. Uh, sure. and we went to the Crystal Bridges Museum again and it was gorgeous and uh I I went again they had never been so um but it was it was amazing and then um and then but so like every time I get in an elevator with more than one other person I'm just like oh it's uh, 2019 again look at us
0: all in an elevator together. Um yeah, like it. yeah it was weird. At the uh, hotel it was spotty, you know, whether people were wearing masks or not. And then um uh, I always wore a mask in the hotel, but it's weird like if for some reason in a comedy club since I'm going to be taking it off to perform and like I'm backstage in the green room, you know, with other comics, it's it just seems silly to have it on. Even though I'm like technically it's not silly. Right, but there's no silliness, about, but it, it feels silly. Yeah. I know, uh, but but every place else, every store I walk into, every place else, I have it on completely. I have it on until I get my coffee at the coffee house and I take it off and I put it back on as soon as I'm done. You know, I don't know, for some reason, I when we, I'm seated, for some, some reason, I take point. it off.
1: Yeah, for some oh, reason, I, gotcha. I sit down at a, at, a, at a restaurant, I take it off and I'm like, oh, I'm clearly perfectly safe at this two top uh it's
0: very dumb (laughs) it's very dumb it is dumb i mean you know it is dumb but it's even dumber if you're unvaccinated it's less dumb if you're triple vaccinated (laughs) (laughs) true that so you're off to um acme
1: yes and and then
0: yeah go ahead Before i just wanted to remind people because you and i both have albums out now if you guys have bought an album or downloaded or, or whatever, and you're able to give us a great review, like five stars, that oh, right. would be amazing. That really right. helps. I mean, when people are looking at comedy albums, they're like five stars, one review. Oh, sounds like she reviewed her own album. Right. <laughs> and if there's 25 stars, it's like, Oh, maybe this is worth what worth my time. So yeah, I, if you guys could go I've never and, been and able to... both Jackie and Ice albums uh, on whatever you know, device you or whatever app you use to listen to it or download it, we would really appreciate that. I don't know how else to tell you that, but it, that helps us a lot. Yeah,
1: uh, interesting. And and have you looked at the the list, like where we are? The well, I'm off the list. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't even know how to. Find you're the doing. List. You're well. Uh, last I looked on Pop Vortex, I was off completely. Okay, but uh, you know. I mean, I had a good run. And again, I don't know what puts you on the list, if it's 15 downloads or not, because you jump so quickly up and down on that thing that it's hard to kind of tell. But, Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. I hope, uh, I'm still on the Amazon list. I was like in the top 20 on the Amazon list, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're. Your TikTok really is uh helping you a lot too, right? Because you're the uh, the rapture bit went so crazy that um that must yeah. be keeping your name in there. That's great. Okay, I just looked it up. I'm still on number six. That's amazing. That's on, amazing. Apple,
1: on Apple Music. So that's something awesome. or Apple, whatever. Yeah. And um yeah, that it feels amazing. And it uh I am cutting up the it's interesting the jokes that I'm not doing from staycation right now. Cause I, cause I was trying to work on the rest. I was trying to work on bits that are on the album, but I've gotten new yeah. angles on them. And yeah. I, I got a new um, batch of clips to put up on TikTok and stuff. And it turns out that um, the people picking those bits kind of like the more cheerful, stuff like about dogs and empaths (laughs) and so um maybe i'll try and do that set tonight you know and and so many people are like the best bit on your album is are you getting that i'm getting and i'm just like and they're diametrically opposed like it's like some dude (laughs) who loves all the dad stuff or and it's some somebody who loves all of the the dog stuff right so it's weird
0: yeah um, I'm getting that from my cordon set mm-hmm. where it's the joke where I'm like that one. Oh, I guess so. Good. <laughs> I'm like, Good for you. I worked Glad on the like Anne Frank joke for three years, That <laughs> okay, the one that <laughs> dropped in my lap. Okay. Yeah. That's the best one. Whatever. Oh my God. You know that what? So you funny. can't, uh, you can't argue with what people like as long as they like something.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they like something. That's the good news. And so this week, I'm just going to go do the show outside of Fort Lauderdale with uh, Brian Regan. And then and then the following week, when you're in Madison doing comedy on stage, yeah. I'm going to be in Milwaukee doing Laughing Tap. Same time zone. Right. If you want to, if you want to, uh, I pick you up. You can go to lunch with my family at Irv's Mug, uh, where Santa threw up. Um, I wanted to go there for dinner and my brother's like, it's too small and too noisy. Let's go to the Wisconsin Club. And I was like, well, that sounds expensive. Did Santa throw up in the Wisconsin club? And uh my sister-in-law was like, it's super christmasy And I'm like, All right, I want it to be christmasy I need it okay this year okay. to be Christmassy. desperado right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just to distract ourselves. Mm-hmm. Sure. hmm Um, hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I have, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what, I have, what else I have to promote. We got to, we got to get better promoting our shit on this podcast, people <laughs> dropping in. I hope everyone has downloaded or streamed our albums by now. I mean, if you haven't, and you're a listener, I don't have to tell you, <laughs> I'm very upset with you. <laughs> right. Um,
1: I don't know what uh, I did have a guy, a very nice guy, and I don't blame him. He was like, I want to watch your special, but I hate ads. Can I just buy the DVD or is there a way to buy it? And I was like, not to my knowledge. uh, I did order DVDs, but they haven't come yet. And um, and I said, you know, I know that it's hard to watch with ads. I don't like ads either, but it is literally the only way I'm getting to recoup The cost of me filming the thing right now oh my god so so i'm like if you could suck it up and just think oh well jackie's gonna make a couple of bucks then you know and because otherwise it is free it's free on youtube staycation oh and uh and i was trying to think um of other albums i'm I'm thinking about doing um all my albums will just have a play on my name now have a what play on my name for the rest of my career sure and i'm going to do a best of all my dick jokes and call it fornication
0: <laughs> jackie <laughs> of all trades <laughs> jackie, jackie of all trades yes jackie
1: of all trades it's going to be because uh, it was going to be called altercation uh and then it could be called us os- uh, uh, uh um, obfuscation i forget how to pronounce Wait, the word not kim carcassian now, at least twice twice a week somebody <laughs> makes a Kim Kardashian joke at me. Don't go there.
0: Don't hack out on me. Don't do it. Well, I've known you for six years. I've never done it. And you fucking forced me into it by doing plays on your last name. All right. <laughs> this wasn't my my choice. I was backed into a corner. Kardashian. Do it.
1: Right. Keep riffing.
0: And uh no. so what time's oh, your first so, show tonight? Oh, go ahead. Seven. Seven o'clock. Oh, nice. So uh Amazon is like, we're trying to 45 jokes about my dead dad, which Mm -hmm. is my special. This, the special is a little different from the album because it includes uh, what everyone wants in a comedy special, hospice footage. And also, (laughs) but also commentary from uh, Conan O'Brien, Patton Oswalt and uh, Andy Kindler. Okay, so it's got famous people in it and V and my dying dad. (laughs) And uh, Amazon is declined to put it on Amazon Prime because they're like, uh, they're, I don't know, there's something about comedy and documentaries and they're tired of it or something. But I'm like, what? I I, I can't, I tell you the amount of shit you have on your fucking app, but okay. (laughs) And, but it's like, you know, so now we're trying to, I, I, don't, I just feel like, can we just fucking put it on YouTube and be over with it? I yeah. mean, Shane Gillis just put his uh, his thing on YouTube. You just put your thing on YouTube. This is, th- those are brand new from like well-known comics. And this is, um, you know, five years old and I don't think we're going to sell it. So let's just throw it up. So someone can fucking watch it, you know? Well, um, um, <sighs> 800 Pound Gorilla said that they want to do Horcrux
1: and put it up on YouTube.
0: Oh, cool but yeah, so you could
1: wait, you, you 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 could have 800 pound gorilla would love to split the ad revenue for
0: 445 jokes no but i mean cuz my no my production uh, the people that produced it my uh, there's an 800 pound gorilla of people who produced it that are going to take half of it it's just it's really frustrating like ciso you know lost the rights a couple years ago and it still isn't available we still can't put it on and i don't know i'm i'm incredibly frustrated i just would like it up right right and and so it's nowhere
1: right now right. and uh, and somebody else has still has control of it for some reason because of the deal yes. okay uh, that does fucking blow i am so sorry to hear that um yeah i uh yeah there's uh there's i've been, i've been talking with those guys about 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 uh sort of re-recording best of or taking stuff because i own the rights to all of my masters we they could just take the take it and see if they can volume level it i don't know and uh so but i'm not gonna sweat it i'm just yeah. tired right now because i feel like staycation came out and i kept going on the road and yeah now i'm like why am i on the road so much um because but uh, but right now it's holidays so i'm just gonna visit a lot of family and stuff so
0: Well, and also, I mean, uh, we don't know what's coming down the pike lockdown-wise either, you know? I mean, if this other variant starts to... Mutate or something. We don't know. I I feel like, let me just get these dates in before the end of December. (laughs) I got a lot of cool road gigs. Please, just let me finish them before uh, Omicron takes hold of America. Please. Hey, uh, we should probably take another break.
1: A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, Why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, My precious child, I was in my car listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast, and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So I think we only have about five more minutes left. I don't know how long we've been talking. I have some vague idea. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I found a great book that I bought for Maria Bamford on mm-hmm. Amazon that mm-hmm. um is about she's going to love it and she doesn't yeah. listen to this show so let us tell you let me tell you what i've what i've ordered and uh it is a book about uh the history of women's um finances and oh, it's it's how traditionally women have have made money um not made money but sort of uh figured out the hell is it oh here it is um
0: sorry for the delay while i i, I find this you this know look women and uh, the comics need to be smart about money It's really hard if you're a comic because you're constantly just you're you just don't think that way. And usually the comics that do think that way aren't that funny. So it's like a second or third job. Yeah.
1: It's a second or or, it's it's, there's so many jobs. So this is this book is called Women Writing About Money. Women's fiction in England, 1790 to 1820. Essentially. Oh, it's kind of about Jane Austen and how she was broke her entire yeah. life. Cause she was first published when she was 30 and right. then, um, she was always unmarried. So she had to go from cousins to cousins to people and she had nowhere to live. She had to oh go, my God. She, had to, she had to count on like the generosity of, of other the kindness of strangers of her extended family. So, um, This is part of a a series, uh, Studies in Romanticism, series number nine. But I love the idea. There's this book and there was another book that um, is out of print and was uh, kind of a fortune uh, to get it used. But it was about um, it's more about it's it's women in Western Europe trying to um, get money rights. So it was kind of fascinating. And it's nonfiction. And I know that she likes nonfiction. Nice, she also likes uh, sad
0: sack fiction, much like yourself. What are you reading? I am. I'm still. I'm reading Bell Canto by Anne Patchett. Oh yeah. Uh, it's taken me a while to read. I finished that book. I hated, and now this one. And I'm like, is my attention span uh, declining again, or is it this book that it's just hard to jump into, jump in and out of? I'm not really sure, but I will finish it because it is good. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to tell you last week at the Creaking Cave. Uh, Kathy Valentine came to my show. She is the bass player for the Go Go's. Oh wow! Yes, me? I got a picture with her, and um, I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Sh- the Go Go's are playing in LA. She's like, you got to come. And it, uh, I'm out of town that day, and I'm in, I'm on the East Coast. It's like on Oof. the 29th of December. Mm-hmm. But I was like, holy fuck! My my teenage self would be a gap. <laughs> like, I wouldn't right, believe right. that this is happening to me. Right. That and, she uh, saw and you and a she's huge like, badass. Oh yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And so, uh, I got her memoir it's coming and then I'll post a picture of it to promote it, I guess. And, uh, she didn't ask me to, I'm just like, I got to read your book because I was selling books afterwards. I felt like an asshole. And Lauren Huff, who also wrote this great book called, uh, uh, I always got the word leave in it. Um, she, it's a, like a memoir of essays and she came okay. to the show too. I, I had like a great female authors week at my, uh, at my at, weekend at, the at your weekend at Cre- cave yeah that is that is exceptional
1: i uh yes um, i didn't uh i think it was brian mallow a comic from oh, yeah. san francisco yes he came down, mallow, like, yeah. the science comic the, yes indeed he came down last night says hi and, oh yeah um is he living there now in north Carolina, in raleigh yep i said something like I watched your set and I had a couple of notes, but I've forgotten.
0: Ah, ah, that's classic Mallow. That's great. That's hilarious. Um, right. Really I didn't funny. say anything.
1: Well, I'm sure he is. He looks, he looks funny. He. You know what, yeah, he, you, know, you know, when you meet somebody and
0: you're just like, oh, I bet she's a good comic. I yeah. met him and I thought, oh, I bet she's a good comic. So he, like, he's very smart and uh, dumb audiences resent that. (laughs) (laughs) I I worked with him once in Tucson with some really dumb crowds and I was, and he had really smart material and he just wouldn't dick it up and they were, you know, it's (laughs) Tucson, right? Ah, Right oh yeah Great. that's that's
1: on him he should have really gotten he because you got to play the room You play the
0: room you're dealt and um, well you know yes and or you go this is the way i'm going to do comedy and then i work different kind of shows i which I he does show, i he create does. the shows yeah yeah so yeah, I mean, not, now he's doing science stuff do
1: and he's hosting panels and That's he's great. and he's doing a lot of stuff yeah he no
0: he's wildly successful it's all working out for him but I, I kind of I I like sort of the uh the challenge of making people laugh right like everybody across the board I and so I'm like oh, all right it's, it's depressing to sometimes it's the only go, thing right. we have in common Lori, come on. It's the fact that we're both like, oh, I'm gonna make these
1: assholes laugh. And there's yeah, and it's almost like
0: yeah, revenge. Like you think you think I can't make you laugh, you fucking dumb fucking hick piece of shit. I'll get you. you <laughs> I'll get you, you dick jokes. I got yeah, it. <laughs> you get cable,
1: you're gonna get this joke that's smarter than you even you know, and you're gonna yes. laugh at it, and then you're gonna come up to me afterwards going, Well, I didn't know what it was gonna be like, but then I liked you, and you're like, Yeah. Yeah, North Dakota. I'm I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, my not. I'm I'm laughing at you, laughing at me because I won. <laughs> yeah. Bismarck, North uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, Bismarck, Nebraska. Is it Nebraska? <laughs> I think it's also North South Dakota, America. South, South, South Dakota, Dakota. Whatever. Yes. But it was uh it's it's uh yeah, rapid city doesn't matter. There were there were a lot of Dakotas, there was a lot of Nebraska yeah. that I was just like, no, we're
0: doing this. And, and and i took it as a challenge i took it as yeah a challenge. me too yeah so um but then also like that's a road challenge but also then for me when i moved to new york city that was a completely different challenge mm-hmm. like wait it's like the whole audience lives in the same apartment building but they've never met each other like we all <laughs> oh okay this is very different all right i think I'll the first time i did
1: new york i did driving material and i was like what are you doing
0: ah <laughs> know there's no car within 300 feet of where you are yeah going from the and walmart jokes going from this like entertaining suburban audience is and then going to an urban center oh my god it's like you got to change everything right Right? right. i like being able it's like being bilingual comedically bilingual in a way right which uh, i like it's yeah it's it's there is something
1: there is something and and it and there's part of me that knows that it's dumb to be proud of this, but it's like, she can play any room. And you're yeah. like, yeah, but why should I have to? Uh, that's <laughs> the exactly. real but That
0: too, <laughs> both things are true. Both things are true. Uh, too funny. I was reading this article on uh, long COVID in the New York Times. That's what uh, the other things I was in. I was in this coffee house this morning and I'm like, this is like the 90s. Like I'm just having coffee. No one wants anything from me. I'm just, I have the whole day to myself, except for I have to do this fucking podcast. And uh, <laughs> and someone left a physical New York Times on a counter. And I was like, what is Ooh. this? It's so much thinner than it used to be. But I, I was reading this article about a woman who had long COVID. And, uh, she has brain fog and she has to write down the steps of having to brush her teeth. And it just made me realize like how, how much we do on stage, right? We're always thinking ahead. We're always tinkering. We're always like, oh, I'm not going to do this joke. I'll do this one. We have to always be thinking ahead. And if, you know, if you lose that ability, if you get, if you, it, it, it's, I don't know. We're, we're always in danger of losing that ability. Right. And as we get older, you know, we're become more susceptible to strokes and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I, what I love, uh, like, I still love about up is that I can still do it well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if the audience interrupts me, I'll go with that. And that might be the funniest part of the show. And I always think, well, at one point in my life, I won't be able to do this. Like I, mm-hmm. I won't physically be able to, to do everything I need my brain needs to be able to do to entertain all these people. And so hopefully I'm just uh, gathering great memories so that I can at least remember <laughs> that I used to well, be really good. <laughs> and and it might, and the thing is is the the
1: set might have to change, you know? Like it had, it, mm-hmm. you know, from the the kind of standup I did when I was 19 to 25, right? Was is yeah. very different than the standup oh, I did sure. in my 30s and yeah. the stand-up I'm doing today. And right. If it comes to it, I may have to sit there and essentially just kind of meander around a little bit and then get to the punchline. Uh because right now I meander very quickly to the punchline. I am I am on I'm on three tasks getting to yes. all the punchlines, but I'm doing yeah, it much right, right. faster. If yeah. my brain slows down, I don't know how to stop doing stand up, right? I mean, I kind of want to read the Mel Brooks memoir. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't wanted to read a memoir ever. Uh, mm-hmm. I I finished The Splendid and the Vile, the, the mm-hmm. Winston Churchill, and it was kind of a memoir, except for that it took from um, the people around him, not him. And it was yeah. great. But and and I do like it. I mean, David Sedaris, those stories are essentially
0: memoirs, right? They're essays. Well, are. They're, but he even admitted they're not true, which is why, yeah, that's why I want to read them. I don't yeah. want to hear what happened to you. I want to hear your comedic impression of what happened to you. <laughs> that's the skill, okay? Good. Yes. I think we're at an hour, by the way. For sure.
1: Maximumfun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. artist-owned,
1: Audience supported.